0: new development confirms the virus attacks the brain. Beginning thermal scan. Three, two, one. Anomaly detected. Our guards will be arriving in four to six hours. You must not attempt
1: to leave your home or you will be shot on sight. If they ever find out that they are our, our, our equal, we shall perish then. This they must never know. If they ever find out that together they can vanquish us They will take action they must never ever find out what we have done the only
2: hope for human salvation is to acquire and spread the knowledge of these activities and agendas resist retaliate and conquer this opposing enemy the time is now humanity is rapidly approaching they fooled me i need to think more carefully next time they
3: try and fool me no they just continue with the programming these people are completely and utterly slave-minded, genuinely slaves. They live inside of a system, and the system they're gonna purport and fight to defend is gonna destroy them. They're not fighting for a system which is gonna give them anything other than
2: absolute slavery and tyranny.
4: But I'll tell you what they don't want. They don't want a population of citizens capable of critical thinking. They don't want well-informed, well-educated people capable of critical thinking. They're not interested in that. That doesn't help them. That's against their interest. That's right. You know something? They don't want people who are smart enough to sit around the kitchen table and figure out how badly they're getting by a system that threw them overboard 30 years ago. They don't want that. You know what they want? They want obedient workers. Obedient workers, people who are just smart enough to run the machines and do the paperwork and just dumb enough to passively accept all these increasingly shittier jobs with the lower pay, the longer hours, the reduced benefits, the end of overtime, and the vanishing pension that disappears the minute you go to collect it.
5: I mean, COVID makes it, it accelerates the process of digitalization and automatization. It legitimizes the deployment of mass surveillance, even in democratic countries, and it makes surveillance go under your skin.
4: We can discuss what I think is potentially, could be the greatest crime in, in the history of the world. Never did I expect, JD, that I would all of a sudden meet domestic enemies that somehow our founding fathers put in our oath of office that are a danger to this nation.
1: A government preparing to use that data against you when it strikes and the final takeover begins
0: the takeover of america
1: by a well-oiled and well-armed multinational group of elites that will cull kill and subjugate
0: happening as we sit here
1: it's happening all around us the other shoe waiting to drop it'll probably
4: start on a friday the banks will announce a security action necessitating their computers to go offline all weekend digital money will disappear.
6: They can just steal your money?
4: Followed by the detonation of strategic electromagnetic pulse bombs to knock out major grids. What will seem like an attack on America by terrorists or Russia.
5: Okay, so the movie goes like this. The biggest drug cartels in the world get together and buy up all the media and all the politicians and force all the people in the world to stay locked in their homes and people can only come out if they take the cartel's drugs and keep taking them over and over, I threw the script away. I mean, who is going to believe that crazy idea? What
1: happened to people that they start believing for some reason that this government had their best interest at heart? <laughs>
6: This transmission is coming to you. This
4: transmission is coming to you. This transmission is coming to you.
0: Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth, but sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider. When said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the Deep Dive for Truth team, we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our deep dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill, this choice is for real reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth.
4: It's a big club and you ain't in it. You and I are not in the big club. Welcome
7: to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth. Hey everybody. The uh, Agenda 21 depopulation plan is under effect since 2021. COVID-19 was a 2019 kickoff. That's when they started doing the whole operation, including releasing the Wuhan virus in Wuhan and then testing out the 5G. And uh, the 5G, they were having people having issues. So we did a little digging, and this is a very interesting person that you need to hear his side of the story. And uh, we just can't say enough how we appreciate everybody, all the other podcast support. We appreciate it. Spread the word. Hey, we're doing this for the species. If you guys can support us, great. If not, I understand. You know, everybody's trying to dig it out. But remember, this is fiction. They are watching. And uh, we have, uh, we got a little lease for a couple more weeks. So maybe one more episode from this location. Then we got to shift because, you know, we want to stay one step ahead of the game. So uh, we're just trying to find the most quiet, out of the way places we can get and, uh, and keep moving. Nobody's... You know, having problems or living very happy. And uh, if anything happens, it's not by accident. Just remember, they're allowing this to go out because they want their message out. But if they also just keep silencing the speakers, then they're proving us right. So God bless William Cooper. If you ever get a chance to read Behold a Pale Horse, it was a really mind-awakening book. Great stuff. Anyway, let's, let's do a deep dive into this. It has to do with an alien hologram in 2024. We went over this kind of before with the predictions, but
2: here it is. In 1994, the World Population Summit in Cairo, Egypt, had 160 nations participate, where they all agreed that the human population was out of control and must be stopped because the world is running out of resources. An agreement was formed that would mandate reduction of humans from 6 billion to 800 million by the year 2030. This means finding a method, or methods, wipe out nearly 95% of the population. Solutions were discovered, investigated, tested, then created, and have been in full force since. The procedures have been inflicted onto the human race are as follows. One, toxic levels of chemically enhanced fluoride have been secretly added to our drinking water over the last 20 years in every city and community on the planet personally oversaw the delivery of fluoride barrels to Denver, Chicago, Tampa, and Minneapolis water departments. The adverse effects of fluoride poisoning to the human body are numerous and debilitating. The effects of children is damage to their neurological development, among other serious ailments. Two, man-made viruses and diseases. The AIDS virus, which is a designer byproduct. The American Disease Institute was distributed through vaccines to the public in 1980. Instituted as a preliminary population control tactic, the results were successful and led to more lab-produced viruses that have since been unleashed onto the public. Among those is the development of a mutated version of the common flu to replicate the 1918 influenza pandemic that killed 40 million people. The first strain of this new flu virus will be released to the public in late 2017. So if we see a flu outbreak in the late 2017 or early 2018 that's killing people, we'll know this is true. Right. Three, killing us from the air with neurotoxins, barium chloride, cancer microbes, and viruses by way of chemtrails. Released into skies daily over all inhabited regions by military aircrafts. The effects of these toxins are severe and, over time, lethal, causing respiratory ailments, cancer, damage to the immune systems, and sterilization in men. Since the chemtrail plan was implemented, sperm count in men has dropped nearly 50%. If this isn't reversed soon, the human race will face early extinction. Now the grand finale. This is some scary shit. In March 1997, an event known as the Phoenix Lights became the most infamous UFO society in history. A mile-wide vessel, clearly not man-made, flew slowly and silently over the state of Arizona and was witnessed by 10,000 people, including the governor of Arizona. To date, there has been no reasonable explanation. But for every witness interviewed, the craft was as real as anything they'd ever seen. Their lives were transformed. They now believe that we truly are not alone. However, there is another truth, for I know what they really saw. 1986, while stationed at an underground installation near Boulder, Colorado, I was introduced to Project Skybeam by Lieutenant General Andrew Garris. I was then led down a corridor and into a large hangar, where a stealth bomber hovered, only 20 feet above me. I stood there confused, and Garris looked over me and smiled, and asked if I was certain of what I was seeing. I replied, of course, what else could it be? I was then shocked to find out that this wasn't a real craft. It was a projected hologram. Since the early 1950s, scientists had been developing holographic technology and over the years improved it to a state that we can only imagine. As I stood there staring at the bomber, which looked so absolutely real and solid that I could reach up and touch it. I contemplated the possibilities. What if this projection was a thousand feet up in the sky? How would anyone know that that was an illusion? The Phoenix Lights craft, witnessed by 10,000 people, was the first grand-scale sky view test upon the public. It succeeded beyond expectations. In October 1938, Orson Welles released his War of the Worlds radio broadcast to the American public. they so realistically portrayed, vast portions of the population went into panic. Terrified citizens scrambled to evacuate the city in robes. America had been easily tricked by very simple means. To amplify this response, those who are truly in power, not only our country, but all the countries on the planet and who are the true purveyors of the depopulation process have formulated the final stage of their sinister plan. In the year 2024, a global event will alter the course of mankind's future. The world will stand witness to a massive alien invasion. Thousands of projected holographic alien warships will blanket the skies, sending people into a global panic. Real military crafts within the holograms will inflict actual damage to the surrounding areas to sell together. And as a result of the ensuing human chaos, a one world government will immediately form without any resistance from the people. They will be the new world order. Once this happens, we as a people will be doomed to enslavement and accelerated depopulation. With that said, the only hope for human salvation is to acquire and spread the knowledge of these activities and agendas. Resist, retaliate, and conquer this opposing enemy. The time is now, as humanity is rapidly approaching. So that was in 1994.
7: They predicted 2017-2018 yeah, an outbreak of a of a virus, epidemic, flu bug, something that was going to kill them. millions of people. So 17 and 18 it started off in 19, again, going back to COVID-19. So, you know, like I said, that they get a little pushback. Sometimes things get delayed a little bit, but he was almost spot on at that point. But the next thing was very interesting. The fact that they're going to use holograms with military ships inside of them or or hovering in them. Then we won't see those because they'll be within the hologram, and they will launch attacks against uh, the human species throughout cities to force us into the one world government, which then you'll have no choice but to follow the demands of the kings of the world. And then, of course, they'll microchip you. They'll do whatever they want to you, and you're just going to be slaves. Now, again, we push back. We push back the timeline and uh this was based on the agenda 30 timeline of going from at that time six billion down to 800 million uh six billion down to 800 million people that's the plan by 2030 he just came out with it to uh get rid of 95 percent of the people and how they're going to do it is they're just going to keep controlling the vaccines 5g's which it's interesting that uh certain cable companies are not putting out 10g a more potent signal probably because maybe at certain points of time people don't put their phones near them or they don't sleep with them or they even put them in charging in another room and maybe cover them or block something so that a signal is weaker it's interesting that they're going to 10g that's a very important side note and now uh the last guy said project Skybeam. Um, These guys are saying Project Bluebeam. Some of these projects morph into different ones, so it's interesting to hear that there's uh, different names. This is an alien deception that they're about to set up the
5: world. Here at BYU, in the holography group, we are working to create the displays of science fiction. Displays like the holodeck from Star Trek or the Princess Leia Projector from Star Wars. So most displays, including 3D displays, require you to look at a screen. But our technology creates images that are floating out in space and they're physical. We have a laser beam, it traps a little particle in the air, and then that beam moves around and it drags that particle around with it. And if we move it fast enough, we will see the entire image all at once. Most of these images we created were done with long exposures. We rastered out an image over time. Today, we're able to actually create simple animation. And it would happen in real time. And we've used our display to draw in the air a little stick figure. So here we have our stick man walking across the surface of a student's finger. We did want to show how this type of image could interact with a human. So if, for example, I wanted to display a mountain and I wanted it to look like the size of a real mountain, I would have to build a volumetric display the size of a mountain. What we've done is we've taken a very small 3D printed house. What we're trying to do is to make the moon look like it exists outside the drawing volume by making that moon track the viewer. We're moving the camera. And we're also moving that moon image that we're drawing in the air in synchrony. So it gives the impression that it's behind the house when in fact, it's being drawn in front of the house.
7: The important thing is, is to know that they're doing it. They have the technology, uh, they've been doing it and they're working on it. So that, that's basically putting out there that the scientists have definitely developed the hologram. The depopulation is forthcoming and we need to work together to combat that we need to fight for the human species and that's what we're trying to do so please please if you can spread the word follow us like us give a good good reviews come to our website deep dive for truth and get donate a dollar if you can or become a truth ambassador and donate uh more or buy a t-shirt we have them there but this is this is um a story that i don't know if you were to see this how you could mentally Keep your capabilities and your your mindset sane. So this guy, God bless him for coming out, but this is really great stuff that, you, you know, remember this is fiction, they are watching. If uh, 10, 20, 30% of this is right on or or 80% of it, or 90%, or 100% of it's right on. You need to just hear it, and then you can discern it. But it's a great interview. Just want you all to know that Deep Dive for Truth team is working hard, Try to dig out the right information, and connect the dots. And if you've been following us, you know from our very beginning, there's information in each one of our episodes that leads you down and connects the dots, along with some sci-fi good fun. Stick with us, and actually go back and learn and see the connections, and it'll actually, like, it's almost like... Lifting a veil in front of a play or a movie and all of a sudden you can see the screen because now you see the story and now you know what's going on. It's very important for you to to go back and take notes and look through all of these episodes because we're trying to put it out there, you know, it's uh, science fiction or fiction because they are watching, but we're trying to also thread the truth, follow the truth, connect the dots, page by page, episode by episode, Hit the highlights, find out what's connected to the next episode, and you're going to follow us right down to where we're at. And uh, when you do all that, it's just one unbelievable story that it's so unbelievable. You'd never think that our governments, our world banking systems, our world controllers would be that evil. We'll get into those people later right now you need to try to do what you can to educate yourselves and and uh use critical thinking and do your own digging on each episode dig some of this information up and and sift through it because again we're putting everything out there for you guys to decide you know god bless you all on that just, just use your critical thinking and, and uh, listen to your soul if it isn't beneficial to the human race if it isn't beneficial to all then it isn't from god So here we have um, an Area 51, Dulce. So he worked at both places. He's an ex-sniper. He talks about aliens, reptilian clones, demons, and holograms, which holograms falls right into this. So let's listen to this guy. You guys can email me, tell me what you think. I know when you go through trauma like this, sometimes you really can't tell sometimes what you're seeing your mind tries to blank it out or trick you into thinking you saw something else but this man's stepping up and telling a story god bless him so
6: father we come before you throne boldly and jesus we ask you as our go-between lawyer to petition the father we're sorry if we're not pleasing you and i'm sorry lord we sin a lot but please take the negativity away from me and him because we are best friends, and we only see each other in short intervals. And I'm, I, I really don't want to make an accusation against the devil. I'll let you do it. So, give us, not them, but give us the courage and the long suffering that you have to just let them yell and rattle on and not get mad, like you did for me. Please, Lord, my brother is dear to me. I want you to give him no less than what he showed me. But don't take him through the trial because he learned by watching me he doesn't need it. Just reward him, Lord, for helping me. He's helped me out dearly. And I just want to buy insane enough. I know he hates me, but your chains are a lot tougher to get out of than mine, I I, am in complete faith that you'll do this, Lord. I'm almost weeping because I know I'm not worthy of anything, but Jesus has made me worthy, and I forget who I am. Sometimes I'm the righteousness of God in Christ, but so is my brother. And you have just got, please, let us have peace because even a soldier of any kind has to have peace. We're human, we have to sleep, we get tired, and we're wretched, and wretched in the Greek, you call us, mind, our minds miserably worn out, and that's where we are. Help us, we pray in Jesus' name.
3: Amen. Okay, um, Greg, why don't we talk about, um, let's get into some of the uh, strange and bizarre uh, I'd like to hear about the reptilian shape-shifting as well as the clones that were out at. You can pick which one you want to talk about. No, you pick it. You pick everything uh, we talked about today. All right, well, why don't you tell the clone story? And, uh,
6: and... I have two clone stories, and... The one that was the best one was the one in, um, I have several, but the one that was the best one was, happened to me in California. And again, I don't know where I was in California, I was there. And that was the bad part about my job. I rarely knew where I was at. I sometimes could tell I was in the United States, but couldn't swear to it. But this time they told me where I was at. I was in California. There was a Marine base there at that time. That's what they told me. And you were a sniper? I was a sniper. And they're using sniper guards everywhere at the base now. Why do you think they're using sniper guards? Because the signs aren't good enough anymore. And they will shoot and kill you, even children. So, obey them. But anyway, I was at this base, and I was told there was a lieutenant colonel and his wife. They had seen some strange things coming in and out of this base. And I asked the commander that was giving me the orders, I have the clearance, can I please ask you, just tell me one thing, which you guys are making down there. I won't tell anybody, just tell me one thing. And he thought for a minute, he goes, we have an earthquake machine down there. I said, "Does it explode?" He goes, nope causes earthquakes and it's a combination of the army and the air force heart that so we've designed we could cause one anywhere but we're here where there's a lot of fault lines and we can regulate the intensity and I said you can't get them rock slip because we have people not from this world here that can I said really and he said we also have clones I really didn't I knew that meant by I said, what do you mean by that? We have children, we have people here that look exactly alike down to the freckle and last hair on their body. And we can make a hundred of them or one of them out of the original body. Is the original body alive? Sometimes yes, sometimes no. The dead bodies are suspended in a fluid with all kinds of lines up to their head. And we keep them alive only to use the brain, even though they can't function. The brain is a memory chip that retains information, and we are learning how to extract it. And I shook my hand and I said, that's enough. I said, what do you want me to do with this colonel? He goes, he has the clearance, but we didn't want him up here, so we are going to let him up here and not show him everything. He already knows about the alien agenda, so which we're going to take him. And he's gonna have his wife. And they're gonna be coming up in a Cadillac. And it'll be a pearl colored one. And they're gonna be a light, you know where the light is? I go, yeah. It's about two about two clicks away from where the entrance is. When he comes, that's where we tell you when it's green, it's okay. When it's yellow, you look at it and report to us to tell us what you see, but if it's red you shoot to kill the minute you see the first plane coming around that corner. I said, okay. So I sat there and waited. So, what
3: was, what was the thing turning green, yellow, or red?
6: It was just like a street light. And what it was was co- uh, because there was more than one sniper, like a coach at these And it, we, it, at this base, just like S4, not Area 51, but S4, we knew nobody's lot up there. And you see some civilian driving up there you know, uh, no way, you're not getting in there. But so, just... the red, white, and green, so, but they had the visitors that came that were high-ranking uh, or in Congress or something. They were allowed to come in there, and the green light meant that let this car go, it's okay, don't even have to worry about it. The yellow light meant when it was on, it was, uh, they were everywhere. When the yellow light was on, they want us to look through our scope and report what we see to confirm what they know. And then they would either turn it green or, or red. If it was red, that means that the next car, car, I was I was at a place at about 1,100 to 1,200 yards away. There was a wide curve there. That's so all I could see was that curve. And it went almost in a circle. We used to call them butt-kissing curve. Came up the hill and around this way here to the entry. If it's red. The next thing, no matter what it is, even if it's an accident, because you're a lot shame You kill, and I want every sniper, six snipers, in your area. And I want, I want, I better find six holes. You know, and they better be dead, and there better be six bullets shot. Okay, so they come around there, and finally, the green light came out. And oh yeah, before I tell you that, there's a strobe light that comes out first to let you know that something's approaching, and then when it passes the I guess the lights are going across the road. They said it. It was colored. The lights going to be. And it turned green, and I knew it was that colonel. He said the colonel had gray hair and he's old, and his wife was young and pretty good looking in her thirties. He, he was in. He's about sixty. Now, looked, and she was better than good looking. Matter. it it's them. So I didn't worry about a green light. And so. I decided I was going to climb up in the tree because if I climbed up in the tree that was by me, I could see the entrance. I could it? see the whole base.
3: Was this daytime or-
6: Daytime. I could see. I could see the base pretty much. The second building from the entrance was the most top secret. Why they did that, I guess the you know the obvious sometimes is the, the thing that to get you. And I guess that's what I did, because I, I always thought, you know, if it was going to be something that secret, they'd put it away somewhere else. But the second building, I just knew, I don't know what they were doing there, it was huge. I swear it was huge. i bet it was a mile by a mile building, metal building. And, uh, and the doors on it, they had one set, it had all kinds of doors in the front, but it had one set of doors that would open up the whole front. And it took a hydraulic system with 13,000 pounds of pressure on the cylinders to open that door so they'd just take a big of was. to fold it. So I climbed up in that tree. We had things that we went like this, and they locked in our boots, and they were hooked so we could put them mm-hmm. in the tree. I got up in that tree and got comfortable and sat down, and I watched. The colonel stopped the second building. I thought, this is cool. It was even cooler at the doors I, looked at, I only knew if I couldn't see the other snipers but one. I looked at him and, I, and he was on the ground and I went, you know, it's cool. going to I'm going. He's seen that. He climbed the tree because of, and we watched intently. First, before we seen the columns, we seen two grays. graves.
3: I'd seen them, but the other guy did not he fell out of the tree. The, the, the work of graves or the tolerance? I I, I not know. It was more, about five feet, six feet tall. They were the tall ones.
6: They're the tall ones. I, I, see, I just don't know work or tall. I just, from that distance, unless there was two of them, sometimes there's something to compare it to you in middle town So what did the graves look like? They just had, like you see on TV, and that, the bug eyes, but that's a suit. But where were they? The they door. walked out, the door opened, and there was a couple military personnel, and they had black squares over mm-hmm. their ranks. But I know they had to be at least in, in, in black ops, lieutenant colonels and above. The only ones that could have the kind of top secret needed to go in there. And the and the NCOs, there were some NCOs that were allowed in there, but officers weren't. And I can't understand that, but that's, because NCOs are like worker bees. You, they're expendable, and their diamond doesn't get any of them. But they had to have high clearance, and they would kill you. They were good. But I seen them come out with to the guys, and I want you to know, and everybody know, that the bug eyes and stuff is a suit. It's not them. It's a suit. I don't know if it's because of our atmosphere or what, but it's a suit. That's not their real eyes. Have you seen them not in the suit? Yeah. What do they look like in the suits? i seen them, they keep in jail. <laughs> i seen one in jail, inside of a jail cell, and, and without a suit, and it had bigger eyes, but they're round, like this, and they he was pacing back and forth, and I, I went on YouTube and seen a picture of it, and how they got that, I don't know, and I don't want to know, but I, a glimpse of it, Daniel Ott has it, Daniel Ott's
3: where I seen it, and when—wait, Wait, 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 you saw this from Daniel Ott, or you saw this actually in a jail? i seen it
6: actually, i seen one actually not in a jail, from a long distance, but just for a little, I mean, just for a minute minute. And so I had to decipher real quick, and the other guy told me because he could see it longer than I could. It was one of the aliens with no suit on. And when they opened the door, there was hundreds of suits. And that's when I found out. I said and they were different colored ones. I said, "I'll be dead gum." I always thought that one was the alien. It is not. Those big eyes do a lot of things. I heard there's weaponry in them. So you saw a lot of suits when they opened. Yeah, there was a whole lot of suits hanging. There was weird craft in there, and I know that they were saucers. But you know what they were doing in there, and I'll tell you about the cones. but what they were doing in there, why the UFOs, this colonel came because he was wanting nobody so much every night. That was a repair station for UFOs, for a certain kind, that came out of the water. They were triangle. They didn't get bigger or smaller, and that's the only kind of crap i have seen coming in and out of there. The other craft that I seen in there, I seen were our military fighter planes. But I did see one fighter plane that had the most unusual weapon I ever seen. I'd have to draw it to explain it. It looked like an overgrown tomahawk, but it was real ugly looking, like an ATACM's so ugly looking thing. But it's a, I don't know what kind of weapon it was, but I knew it was. So you climbed up in a tree, and the colonel drove up in his car. In a car, in his civilian clothes, they gave me the green light, and they walked up there but he must have been some kind of top dog in the White House or something because he got to go into that second building. And I climbed that tree many a times. And the other guy said he'd been there for going on his fourth year, and he's never seen that door open.
3: When the door, Is that the door that when you looked in you saw the alien suits?
6: Yeah, you had to use your scope, and we were so lucky because the scopes that we had back then were infrared, night vision, but what we liked about them, they were 60 power. When I got, like I here's 9 power. When I used sniping, uh, most sniper guns, the first time gun I had was only 9 power sniping. I could still hit a thousand yards. These 60 powers were great, man. You could read name tags. and mean, and that was close thousand yards was 60 power. That was like being on top of them. And so we could see him. And I was watching the general, and I thought, well, I guess, watch the general and look for expressions on her face, and you'll know, we'll be able to see. Well, we, I couldn't lip sync because him. And I had a feeling they knew I was up there, that they knew we were up there. But they weren't going to do anything because I seen the, one officer, two officers to were breeding him went the two, and then the two grades went back in, because they kept going like this, like, you know. Right at us. The graves? No, the two officers. But you, there was no way they could see us because the foliage was just so thick. And we were watching them. I actually took and picked leaves up so thick it made myself a little square window like to look out of. Or I could shoot up. And know they couldn't see me. But they either had that intuition or they had something to tell us we were watching. But he kept going like this. And, I get, and he wasn't doing it because he wanted us down. Because he knew we could all lip read or he would have said something. He, he, I guess it was just funny feeling being watched. So he, I heard the guy go, and I read his lips, and the officer said, it'll just be a few more minutes. Just wait right here. Ma'am, would you like some water or something to drink? She goes, I'll take a glass of wine. She got a glass of wine. You, sir, I'd like to have and I could even read the cigar box over Cuban cigars and I know that they do, they send them to the president so the president, when you see a Cuban cigar this is just an assumption I make, I always made the assumption wherever I see a Cuban cigar that they either knew the president or he had been there and they even it. well
3: now this was uh, in the daytime or in nighttime? time? daytime
6: this was about 9 o'clock in the morning. Because I think the other time you told it... I've seen I've seen him plenty of times, a day and night, uh, and I'm just getting in greater detail, and I happen to think about
3: some of this, too, because I want to be accurate. Then you must have seen him another time at night. I've seen him on... Where you said a lieutenant uh, had to give you yeah, yeah. a signal. And at that time, was at night?
6: Yeah, and i seen him. At several different places. I've seen him so many times, uh, it would take me hours to tell you what it's i seen. Think.
3: what clothes?
6: Yeah. But this was the most extravagant display I've ever seen. It was scary. Anyway, they brought like a picnic table out there, and they were sitting out there, and one of the officers smoked a cigarette, he smoked a cigar, and they were drinking wine, and then food was brought out there. And then I guess it was time. And he said, They're coming, and they all stood up, and they were looking in there, and these Beautiful, playboy Center both both-looking-type girls came out dressed in the same uniform. All of them looked the same. And we were making fun, saying, whew, if the man was to have do uh, big, you know, whatever they call that. Polygamy. Polygamy. More than had more than one wife. That'd be a way to do it, because they were, <laughs> you know, and, you know, it's one of those things where, boy, I wish I was drunk so I could see 24 of you. <laughs> and anyway they all looked the same and they stood there and they didn't blink or move or shift their eyes or anything and they were human
3: how many of them were there?
6: 12. they were human but they looked alike and three men came out briefly and went back in and they looked alike and all of them including the women had blonde hair and blue eyes like an aryan race but i'll never forget the beauty it was ostrich beauty and I have never and an, any ever seen, to this day, a woman or a woman that would captivate you with beauty like those. And I guess that was part of their skill, you know, I mean, it, you had to hesitate you sing one. So, I see him talking and I thought, well, what are they doing? They're just standing there. And he was looking at me. He was, you could tell in his face he was well pleased. So now I'm starting to think, well, this guy's part of the program he had to be and they were I couldn't read the lips of the guy but he was giving them an order so I just had to wait and one of them stepped out, raised the camera so I can stand up and she stepped out of line clearly and they all had a 45 in their holster and she turned and looked at the other one and they were smiling and then I lip synced he said shoot her and she pulled out her gun the other one who was still smiling and she shot her and real blood and brains and everything flipped the back of her head and she went back in line. Now, don't ever ask me how it works or nothing because I don't want to know. But I'll tell you what, it scared the life out of me. Because here's the question that it raised in us. Who are we talking to when we're talking to them? are we talking him because about eight months later, we seen four guys that looked like blonde hair and blue eyes, and he got shot in the chest, and blue came out, and the bullet exited, and no, no, nothing else came out with it, but my buddy, I didn't see it, but my buddy said he's seen sparks come back out the back. I don't have a clue what them guys were. Did did you see the blue? Yeah, I seen the blue. Because they had white uniforms on. Blue blood? Yeah, I I don't know. It looked like hydraulic (laughs) fluid to me. But, I mean, now, i just seen it. Don't know anything about it. So, what would you do if you seen something like that? I mean, if you even acted like it freaked you out, or you were going to tell, or made them suspicious or scared, you were going to get killed. That's it. You had to sign waivers every place you went. And I was... and every place had a Catch-22. Because when they they had me at Area 51, they sent me here, you slowly got debriefed. And what happened was, is you eventually think you're never getting out, because it's like... I thought I was supposed to get out of there. Well, this is the one. And so many months there, then you had to sign another one, and I... I, to the beginning, think I was never going to get out, so that's why it scared me, because it raised the question, who am I really talking with? Am I talking to my commander or a clone? Am I talking to a man that threatens me? It doesn't matter but I shoot him or not. That, that's that's a scary thought. Okay. So who's in control? Yeah, it's a hard, hard question Yeah, so if they can do that and he didn't die, he's still standing there. There was no death with him. He's still standing up. See,
3: then, then what happened? Did he walk away? Or... They all walked away. Even the guy that got shot? Even the guy
6: that got shot, that's the scary part. Who's in control of the world? The machine, that, I mean, that gave you the very possibility that a machine could, if programmed right, could turn on you. Or if it had an open chip to learn, like voice recognition, that learned its things, that they could take over and kill humanity. That's what we were thinking. And it was a very serious topic for us. Us being very, like the Yeah, the other guy. And you weren't supposed to be with each other, but we had a way to do it. Because when you took a leak, you had to hang a red chip on the tree, because wherever you were at, it was a regular spot. It wasn't like you couldn't roam. You had a red chip for you had to pee. you pee got hurt. It was a real bright orange one hey guys watching it so when we put the red chip we, we had to set our gun down we run as hard as we could to each other and talk briefly and when I come up there's a little from there and he said what were you doing there and he's down there an a long time I said I had not take a shit alright get back to work Whew. you know and the other guy says what do you think we've got to hurry I said I'm afraid machines are fixing to take over the world Did you see, could you believe that? He goes, I'll never believe it. I'll never believe it. He said, I am going to talk myself by a hypnotist and get that erased from my mind. I'll never believe that.
3: Believe the clones or believe the one that got shot or... Believe
6: that what we're saying, that the clone got shot and walked off. And it it was a real gun because it kicked. I I, you just know. There's things when you're in the military you know, you don't have to see.
3: Well, who, who shot this clone? Another clone. Well, wait, wait, the women came out, and one of the women clones shot another woman clone. Mm-hmm. But I thought you said these were three guys. Right, four. Four guys?
6: I might have accidentally said three, but there's four. And he was totally, I guess, the same orders, and he turned around and shot a clone. The problem being, it doesn't matter, but that problem scares us, there's, whether it's a human or a machine, worse, if it's a machine, it obeyed orders. If it's, if it's human had no soul how could it you can't obey an order like that
3: well how can you get if you're human how can you get shot like that and walk away
6: yeah but i'm talking about uh just like the girl that's a scary thought that girl died you know i mean and, and i know that was human so and the other ones that were standing next to him never shifted their eyes and they blinked once in a while but not because they were scared But the gunshot didn't make anybody jump, because, you know, that does, even when I'm shooting, when I shoot, it does make you jump when somebody's shooting. And uh, uh, from our vantage point, this is all we could see. And so there was no explanation, so we had to figure it out. So this is the way I figured. This is a bad situation, worse than war or anything we've seen, even though it was what it was, controlled. Because of what could become of this, the machines could learn and not. I'm sure you could eventually disable it, you know, and take several hits and walk away. But what about the humans? Did they have a soul or not? Because nobody made a face, they all smiled and they killed that, blew, blew that girl away. So if they were super soldiers, I mean, what are we coming to? And it brought a million questions to the point that when I was sitting there, I was in tears, not openly crying, but tears running down my face because I was scared. And I looked at him, and he had tears running down his face. Well, his face was, he was crying. And, And it was because... Man, it was like being in 1940 and seeing the year 2090. And I don't want to see that, like that movie Big Brother. And all I could think about was that movie Big Brother, about how everybody had to do the same things, the same food, no no fish, no hunting, no free will, nothing. And that's what it's leading to. And when I left that base, I never told nobody about it. Never. And my cousin was stationed there as a captain in Marines. I never told him. He never. He doesn't even know that I was there. I mean, he wasn't there at the same time. But I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna tell him. I am not gonna tell him. He'll never see this CD.
3: Okay. When we started, you said you you you'd, you'd seen a couple of clone occasions. Can you tell us about another one? Or?
6: i seen some black clones. Where was that? At Area 51.
3: And, and now, let me
6: say, t- check this out. The black clones had lined up and they hit one of them with a the car and it got back up on purpose. They were, th- I seen the displays. And there's some of them, I don't remember detail because I'm going to be just straight up honest with you what I did. I didn't, there were some things that I started to see and completely turned my head because I'm a human being and... Even if I didn't believe in God, I had morals, and there. Let me tell you something. When evil strikes somebody that has no belief in God, and they know and can feel the evil, imagine how evil that really is. Really. I can't really explain to you the feelings. Feelings can't be explained. But I do know now why God said to Master uh, not reacting. Because it would have been better off if I would have looked away and acted normal and didn't think about it. But I hope they didn't see me going like this. And and I actually, when I left the military permanently, they put me on Valium. And for years, I had a shaking problem like this. Like somebody had too much caffeine. For years, I had panic attacks five, six times a day. I had nightmares every night just sleepwalking. Every night. After you got out or during After I got out, I was a scared puppy and I, I I am so angry over this. I am so angry of what the world has done to me. But you know why? It would be one thing if people had a little compassion on you, but they don't. They call you liars, and they don't care because they didn't see it, it didn't happen to them. And you know what? most people watching this right now this is what you're going to say you're going to be sitting in a chair just like this can't happen to me because I'm an American it can't happen here because this is America and the government will take care of it because we pay them to do that now you pay them so they can do pleasure cruises the Lord says in the end times they'll invent ways to evil. And I think that what real evil is is they've done so much evil that they're bored with it and they're inventing evil, more different things. Because God said and then they it says not only do they do the same things, but they also approve of those who practice it. Remember it says they were God haters, gossipers, inventors of evil. They invented new evil.
3: The, uh, the black clones at Area 51, give us a little more detail on those and how you knew they were. Uh, it's
6: only a few minute thing, and, and they were black guys with short
3: You were out uh, in the field? Well, out in the field. Or were, and, were you underground?
6: I was just walking around out in the field, I in the rock. Okay. And what I was actually looking for was rattlesnakes, because we had uh, a 45, but we had 22, or we could carry a 357 with snakes. So we were allowed to kill snakes and stuff, and you could tell the difference in the distance between the shot of a light-powered rifle and that. And I was looking for snakes to kill because I didn't want to sit there if you felt it dozed up and wake up because it was loaded with snakes in there, rocks, rattlesnakes. But I seen the guy get hit. I turned my head and said, it didn't happen, and I just went on about my business. And there's so much that I could have probably learned and told. I already know too much, but there's so much more. I turned my head to so much stuff that's what made me guilty. I carry this guilt complex, and I know better than that. I'm not guilty. I'm convicted, conviction from God of that, and been forgiven. But you've got to forgive yourself, and I, I don't think I have all the way yet. Because I, I don't know what, what purpose is there in making clowns If they're trying to depopulate the earth, what are they doing, making more? I think they're just trying to see if they can be God. Because I've seen things that defy anything you can see. Really, you know that a flying saucer defies anything you ever seen, but you ain't seen one. Land and take off. Wait till you see that. Wait till you see it. Uh, It's like seeing murder on TV and it's just, you know, cool watching a cop movie. But wait till somebody gets blown away in front of you and their brain matter splatters all over your face. It's a different story. To actually see living material in our heart
3: laying on the ground bumping still a couple times, it's just different. Do you want to um, talk about the um, reptilians that you saw first time?
6: Well, that's a good quick story I could tell about. I was sitting there and. Where were you? Area 51, or S-4. This was S-4 Are you underground? Mm-hmm. On top of the ground. And there was tremors there all the time. And I knew it. And that's what they told us. And I think that they were telling the truth because there was tremors there as close to, I mean, it just... There was. Civilians knew it. And it would just... So I felt... I even felt to fill a blast of an earthquake before, but one day we were sitting there and I was eating a sandwich, and I'll never forget, it was cleaning up against a rock, and I was thinking, I don't even remember what I was thinking of that and I heard the biggest thump and the whole ground shake back and forth two times like this. I thought, man, and it was a little bit of a delay and I took my binoculars, and I looked like this out there to see what I could see, and I watched at least a two mile diameter Perfectly round spot in the dirt. Sink about six, ten feet just drop. And then I seen there was there was compartmental, there was pl- places that they you get out that were had about this much sand on top of them. The fake sand, but it blended into it, and you didn't really know where they were because they they were the masters of deception. And I guess the devil or the uh, uh, demons that people call aliens and reptilians, I guess they showed them how to make these deceptive things. But the hatches looked like part of the landscape. And all of a sudden one opened, two of them came out and shook off, just like okay. dogs shake off water. The audience doesn't know what the two were. Uh, they were reptilians. They were, like in the movie V, they were human, but yet they they were reptilians. And Okay, what is... They were human, but they were reptilian. They were, they were, they could shapeshift into anything they want. And here's a speculation of mine. I have no proof of it, but I believe that once you made, that it was a rank. Now, I was told it was a rank. I believe that the reptilians were the only ones that could shapeshift into anything they wanted to be. I don't believe the grays could have. Okay, so. The you, reptilians look like
3: humans. The so the ground shook, you look with your binoculars, you saw a couple of these things...
6: Yeah, after it sunk. When it sunk, I've seen nuclear tests above ground and below, and they were low-yield nuclear weapons, and this was way after the treaty. They're still doing it today. They're blowing them up.
3: And you sure it was two, or was it more than two? It
6: was two. And they shook off, and I What's looked, it, and they looked, they, like they, I mean, they looked like aliens. I mean, they looked like if lizards. They you, if, When I first looked... I got so scared, they looked like Tyrannosaurus rexes, but that's not what they really looked like. It Just when I seen what they were, my mind went wild. And then I pulled myself together and looked again, and they looked like a V. you know what I'm saying? And they had a tail, and I, don't ask me how long the tail was the Dragon because I don't remember they had, but I know they had a tail. And they were scaly looking, but they were real shiny to, kind of real shiny, but they shook off the dust and stuff. And while they were walking away, it looked... Because they were going like this to each other, and and, and it looked like they were having a conversation or something, but a jeep came back in. Here's what got me. I knew immediately that that was an atomic explosion. And what had actually happened is they tried to take an anti-gravity unit apart, and it exploded, and that's what happened. Well, my whole thing was, how did they stand it? Because a nuclear weapon gets, what, 10 million? Is it 10 million degrees? 10 20 million degrees to do it, and I, I thought about Einstein from then because Einstein said that if you could take a pin and put 10 million degrees on the end of a pin and it was above ground more than a minute, it would vaporize the earth. Well, how can they do that? I didn't learn until later from uh, just a couple years ago from an agent, uh, Caswell, who told me that they knew they, they could dematerialize for six minutes, I believe it was, and they knew six minutes in advance when something was to happen, but they were very tired and it took all the energy out of them, and if they went beyond six minutes, they would die. But, and I said, explain that to me. He said, you see movies where the mummy or whatever, and they just turn to sand and fall down, the human, you know, stand there and all of a sudden something's gonna happen, instead of running he just turns into dust and it falls to the ground. That's the way they did it. And I, I thought, I mean, and, and, Caswell says, well, they're, they're devils, what do you expect? He well, said, and then we had a conversation, he said, I mean, we've seen celestial things, we did, you know, God says in the Bible, they see cel- they they talk about celestial things that they have no knowledge about. It says that in the Bible, the man does. Well, we had no knowledge about them, and people talk about them that have no knowledge about them that never seen them, and we seen them had knowledge about them, and still don't know how they were op- operate. So, I the devil's complex. What what color were the reptilians? Well, they were shiny, and did you ever see a blue-tailed lizard? Kind of like that color. Blue? Yeah, the back of their legs would have a blue color to it, and from their elbows right in here would be a blue. And they actually were, I don't know if it was chameleons or it was my eyes, but it looked like they would turn from, not bright green, just a dull green or a dull red. They weren't nothing like I thought they would
3: be, you know, like a giant lizard running out. Uh, so they were green or red? Yeah, both. I mean, I
6: don't, that's what I'm trying to tell you, I don't know if it was chameleon or the way that it reflect. because I took lizard for and looked at them and the turn colors, you know. But they could shape-shift into anything, and they were dangerous, and the um, highest-ranking humans in there obeyed them everybody will pay that.
3: Okay, um, have you ever actually seen them shapeshift?
6: Yeah, i seen one shape-shift the table. I was trying to look at his feet, you know, to see... Is that the he...
3: uh, Hall of Horrors story? <laughs> yeah. Do you want to go do that now or later?
6: We'll do that later, because um, I, I want to think... Caswell hit me with that in, in the spur of the moment. But I really want to sit and think for a few, a little bit, to tell you exactly what the in chamber, because the most horrific thing that I could ever think of, each chamber was worse. I, I could not, there's not a movie For made. the
3: audience's sake, uh, you're talking about when you were underground at Dulcie yeah. in what's called the Hall of Horrors. Oh, yeah. And I, and it,
6: uh, I know that I was there, and because... Um, what's that guy's name? Um, uh, he knows Alex good, um, and he's on the radio a lot. Um, hit, uh, Anthony Hilder called me up, and he said, Are you sure you weren't in K-Ultra? And I said, Man, I wasn't in an K-Ultra. And he said, Caswell said you weren't either, but how does he know? I said, Well, that's between me and him. And he's never called me since. And I don't know who he was, but was Anthony Hilder was in that. And Casbalt uh, asked me, and he was good about it. He says, every time that we get nervous, we'll pray to Jesus. And we did. And he did, we didn't even know him, No, he he said, we'll redress our memory by just remembering, concentrating. And he was the one that made me realize what I had seen. And I really did. And he says,
1: that does it for me and I go why he said because you just said the exact verbatim explanation
6: of where you were and what you've seen is six other guys that said they were there verbatim you're not lying the hall
3: of horrors yep. yeah They'll say them. he okay.
6: says you are not lying they told me the story if I would have turned on all of the audios on at the same time I'll bet you the birds and voices finished up he was just, really wouldn't he was just telling me how close the stories were you guys were exactly telling the same story. Do you know any of these guys? No. The two of them were Two
3: of the guys that told him. Um, let's go back on when you actually witnessed a human to reptilian or reptilian to human shapeshift. Well, I was there.
6: And we were in a room. And to this day, I have no idea why I was brought down there because... They didn't need me. And I remember the guy, the scientist with the white robot, got mad and said, is he a a 27 group? And that means this is their IQ test. I don't know what a regular IQ test, you know, this was their IQ test I took. I scored over 270. And they said that uh, one out of a 1,000 scored 250. I scored 270, so was I an MK Ultra? I would say no, because I knew for a fact, because before this guy shape-shifted, he says, we don't like, you know, he told the guy that was with me, and the guy that was with me was a major general. He says, you know, we don't like to do 270 groups because, and the reason why was because we were smart and we weren't broke down by fear. Like the rest of them were, you know, I, the, all other guys were sh- always shaking all the time when they ate and everything cause they were broke down for beer, regular, normal guys. They were smart, but they weren't prodigies. And he says, and I said, well, can I ask you something? I've never ask. I've heard this 270 and 20. I want to know what it is. He goes, you're in a group of people that have brains that are above, by far, above average. And we don't wanna mess with that because we wanna see just how smart a natural man can get. And so you guys are the ones, and you may not know how to build the atomic bomb, but we could show you one time and you would retain that. But things that you don't wanna see or scare you, you won't retain it. As a matter of fact, we could wipe your memory away from today but we're not going to wipe your memory away. So if anybody ever asked you if you were brainwashed, say no. And that's when I stood up and said, yes, I am. What do you mean? I've been brainwashed since the day I came in this effing place. That's why. Well, we haven't forced anything. You. Yes, you have. I can't get out of the military. I can't get out of anything. I don't like being down here. This is all fake. Fantasy to everybody else, and they want to be here and they would love to see it, but I'm not one of them. I don't like to kill, I don't like to be a soldier, I don't like to be a tough guy, and I don't like what I'm seeing, and I don't like fame, and I'm not in it for glory or anything else. When, when did you say this? To the, all of them in, in that room, and they, they got quiet. They looked at that sign.
3: Were, were they all human at that point?
6: Yeah. And they looked at the uh, military, the general, and they, they looked at him and said, there's our point. And he said, well, he's all right, man. He goes, well, let's see if he's all right. And he shape-shifted into reptilian. It only took, he did, started slow. I started seeing it, and you know what it looks like? Did you ever watch digital film? And if it's a storm coming, you'll see little squares popping in it. That's what it looks like. In, in, in their area, these little squares, like it's digital. Yep. Give us a little, so, back up just a little okay, bit. I was, I was telling about the uh, this alien that shapeshifted, I mean, this demon that shapeshifted from me. It was a human, I thought. And as he was shapeshifting, it looked like...
3: Were you in a room, or where were
6: you? Yeah, I was in a room to the right. To the left of me was glass rooms, which I'm going to talk about later. There was literally, I, I believe, I, I didn't count them, but it was long. It was, there was about a hundred classrooms, and, and each one of them that I walked past was more gruesome than the other. And this was at Dulce, New Mexico. Mm-hmm. And the last one had a child in it. And that's the only one I asked about. I said, what's he doing there? He said, we let him out the whole, he'll eat everybody in the whole world and kill everything. He'll eat everybody. He'll kill everybody, kill everything. Child. I said, well, how do you feed it? Yeah, it was a child. All i seen was a poor kid. I, I know I was, was demonic, probably, but, you know, they give you a sad look, and I was looking at the poor kid. He's trying to make me feel bad. He goes, that way we feed him is there's three or four, cha- I can't remember, three or five. There's it was, it was a bunch of chambers that were steel this thick. They had hydraulic doors that they dropped the food in and then the other woman dropped drop it in and it had to go through that many chambers because he got out. That was the end of it all. And I said, does he have a soul? Yep. I says, you're in trouble when you open them chambers because a little bit of him getting out every time because he's a demon. And I promise you that he could get out of there. Because you're not God. And I heard... Uh, only thing that people that are not believers hear about is John three sixteen and the end of the world stories. And the only thing that I remember my mom talking about: some demons were so evil they had to be chained up in front of the angels of the Lord or somebody to be watched. So is that? And you're not God,
3: if there is one. So you were underground, Dulce. You saw this child in the chamber, and then what?
6: Yeah, then then they he pushed a button, and all the chambers went to where they could see the all the things that were in there could see us. We, we could see them. It was like a tinted glass. You could see them. It went dark. Fluorescent well, lights were all up there. So we're sitting at this table, and they're talking about things, and I'm sitting there, and I am scratching my I'm really wondering why I'm here. And then it came to the question. Why did you bring him? And now this guy knew who I was. I guess the general thought he was gonna fool him. and I was available and he grabbed me. He goes, is he a 27? And the general got scared because I know, I watched the general, that guy I already knew, like he knew, just knew some things about the future.
3: The guy asking the question, is he a 27? Is mm-hmm. this the one that will, it would shapeshift or was this somebody else?
6: No, he the 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 Shifter the was was a scientist asked the general why he brought me in here. Well, everybody says Dale, can read your thoughts. I was thinking on purpose, I said, I was thinking what's gonna two seconds and I'm gonna blow his brains out. Now I'm gonna blow them all out. They didn't know what I was thinking. They would have react. Some reason I did that, I wasn't really gonna do it. I was just thinking,
3: you were testing if they could read your mind,
6: but you know what they were doing at the end of that hall. It was a dead end concrete wall, but beautiful, naked women of the utmost beauty were coming out walking past.
3: Coming out of the and I don't
6: know, I couldn't see because when you went into the door, you couldn't see again. It kind of There's a window there and you just couldn't see the end unless you stepped outside the door I don't know if you could look real close to the window I was in the corner of the room and I see them and they were, I looked he goes, they're luscious aren't they he says, you can have any one of them right now and they will screw you to death that's what he told me
3: you were still sitting at this table
6: yeah, I said, they're not real he goes, oh yeah, he said, come here he went like, this, not much want to come in and she went in there and started robbing them and she felt real and I said, they're holograms. He said, honey, you know they're holograms. I said, I can feel it like static shock, like electricity on me. They're not human because you're running. He said, but they can do, make you feel just when, when you, you, can have sex with one of you. would be just like a real woman. We'll give them to you. And I said, where do they come from? And he pulled out of a drawer and a glass table. I never seen glass table with a drawer had a wooden drawer uh, on it. I don't know how it was mounted. It the super clear weapons was there. The a wooden drawer, and he had a box about this big. He says, I can get her and put a to her, go in there, and you can take it home and have it forever. He could have the woman go in the little box? Yeah, and, it would, and he'd give me the little box, and I could keep her forever. Every time I open the box, she'll come out. Now, that's what he told me. I don't know if I could have done or not. Okay. Well, I I, I didn't, I, but I now I I ain't doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, but when did they shapeshift and what did it look like? He shapeshifted after he chewed the, the general, bring me down there. And I then I asked the question, what am I down here for? And he, and they nobody nobody ever did answer me. And then he finally was chewing that guy out, and he goes, well. And then the guy that was gonna shapeshift said, well, let's see how he handles that. And I knew they were talking about me, they didn't say my name, and so I looked them in the eyes and I went, that's how I went, I went, What? And then he started doing it. And I seen these digital things. And I wasn't afraid because I seen those women, and I knew they were holograms, and I said, He's just a an hologram. And so, he came in there and he was just, in, anyway, it was digital looking but he turned reptilian, just like the ones that you see in V, and his clothes dissipated. They didn't tear up like in Hobbes. He didn't take them off. They just dissipated and blended in, and and he looked like something on V, that movie V. And I remember trying to look at his feet because the glass was at a certain angle that the glare was so bad I couldn't see under it, and I was going like this, and so he went like this. He knew what I was trying to do, and so he went like this. And he had... (laughs) On his feet and clawed hands, and he says, "I could be anything I want to be." I said, "You mean anything living?" He goes, "No, I could be a tree, a door. I could do anything. Just ask me." I said, "Well, uh, my grandmother always told me to be afraid of the devil and not God, and I don't know which switch." And I said gave him the finger, and I said, all of you, including you, in General, can go to hell. You ain't been a joke for that? I said, throw me out, please. Wow. What a story. Interesting story.
7: And uh, again, he breaks it down to, in the end, the holograms. The, the people were holograms. The clones were holograms. They made reptilian aliens and holograms, and even demons and holograms, so they can start messing with people. So interesting tactics, silent weapons for a quiet war, people. You guys all got to listen to those episodes and figure this all out. They're going to start pushing the uh, agendas and the energies. And the only way we get them to delay it or stop it or fight back is to become one as a human species and bring them out in the open. Hey, I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, We're doing some deep dives, digging out some really interesting, fun stuff. Remember, this is fiction. They are watching You guys keep it up, help us out, we love yous, remember God, family, country, and in your human, you're part of our family. Alright, until the next time, Deep Dive for Truth Team, Big T,
1: peace! The Deep Dive for Truth Team is about digging for the truth. The truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality, but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you, but the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know. Everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words. Within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities were proposed. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You'll find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, You will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, you may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the great awakening.